He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. Andy Hall's giving Laser Hellraisers his plus one. An exclusive conversation you won't hear anywhere else. On today's edition of Hall Access. WWE's resident rock star Dolph Ziggler is my special guest. Monday Night Raw is back in town, the last of 2022. This coming Monday night at Wells Fargo Arena. And tickets are still available through High v Ticks and the box office. Hell of an early Christmas gift, wouldn't you say, Dolph? Oh, yeah, not just me. Getting those tickets, but you get to see me because of it. Good black. <laughs> Being a traveling performer, I'm sure, makes it difficult to establish and, and enjoy traditions during the holidays. Is this time of year, is it just another page on the calendar, or does the season hold any special meaning for you? <laughs> of course it does. Uh, it's because, one... It, the season is great because one, it means you're going to see some relatives and friends that you don't always see. But two, it also means one of my favorite times of year is doing that around the holidays tour where the kids are off school, the, the crowds are full, everybody's got some like holiday joy to them. We have a blast doing the show. It's so fun. It's extra intensity. A lot of people's Christmas presents or holiday presents were these tickets, and, they, and it makes it so much special for us. But also, I mean, we get. I'm lucky. I'm going to be for somebody shows in Ohio, seeing some family. It's going to be great. There was a year when I was a kid, and I can't remember exactly when, but one of the hot items that all my buddies and I wanted for Christmas were those WWE action figures, which at the time were kind of a newish concept. Were you into that sort of thing as a kid, or what were some of the gifts you remember growing up? Oh, growing up, I mean, those old uh, rubber, I want to say only because I know Zack Ryder, LJN, something like from the 80s maybe or something. Yep. I had uh, those, but uh, just like two or three of them. But I, I didn't really do the action figure thing at all. But I did watch rock and wrestling on TV and Saturday and Sunday, watch superstars and everything you possibly could to be into it. But uh, I didn't get into the figures as much. But, you know, other people did, obviously. Yeah. Is it, was it a trip to see you on these figures? I mean, as a kid growing up, and you said you weren't into the figures necessarily, but to see your name and likeness on these things, is that just a trip for you? It's insane. It makes no sense. Like, <laughs> even if my thing at five years old was to do this, and then it somehow happens, you're like, okay, if I get fired in a year, I did my dream, damn it, I made it here, whatever. And then when it happens, and then there's championships, and then there's money in the bank contracts, and there's video games, then there's kids dresses you on Halloween holding your action figure. It, even now, 19 years later, blows my mind that that's real. Like, it, it, you forget because you get caught up in the moment, you get caught up in the business, and maybe you're mad about you're not getting what you want on the show, and then you go, and then some kid comes up to you and does your entrance, and, and has your shirt on it, and it blows my mind. Yeah, that's so cool. You and I grew up in the same era, I figure. We were fortunate enough to have been able to witness the birth of WrestleMania, the Monday Night Wars of the 90s, the end of the war in the early 2000s. When did you first get into WWE, and how old were you the first time you attended a show in person? First show I ever did, I was five. Wow. And it was at the Coliseum. And I told my dad immediately after the show, I said, I want to do this. And I, I signed up for wrestling. So I had a weird birthday. So at five, I was in first grade. And I want to say two months later, I started wrestling. It was just one, just once, twice a, uh, a week uh, at St. Pat's on like a Friday night, usually sometimes Saturday. And you just started doing it. And I was like, this, I, I, I'll never forget. I walked in. I told my dad, I go, there's no ring. There's no ring. There's no ropes. 
Uh, I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? And he goes, the wrestling you do now. And if you get really, really, really good at it, maybe you can go pro one day. And I went, okay. So I, I settled, I locked in and uh, was dedicated to it. They say it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, just like music, just like my line of work and radio. Everyone's story as to how we got to where we got is unique, but it usually involves a mentor of some sort. I'm familiar with all you accomplished as an amateur, but who gave you your big break in terms of the professional ranks? Uh, because of my amateur background, I, I got my break. Tadaki uh, Hada, who was a coach of mine at St. Ed, he was uh, at one point Olympic women's team's coach. And him and Gerald Briscoe both wrestled at uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. And uh, they, and because of that relationship, I told him, you know, when, you know, when I graduate here, I'm going to college, I'm going to wrestle, I'm going to break records, I'm going to go to WWE. And he goes, well, maybe one day when you graduate, I can at least get you a meeting and shake someone's hand. He goes, can't guarantee anything. Uh, and so he did get me that meeting. I shook hands. I talked to him. I told him what my intent was. And they said, one day, one day, uh, we might give you a call and, and then uh, just be ready to go. And I was like, okay, for a tryout. And I said, okay. The next Wednesday, I got a phone call that says, you have a tryout this weekend. And I was like, okay, I'll be there. Wow. And look at you now, man. Amazing. Uh, you know, you've been a part of some interesting ensembles over the course of your career, but you've arguably had the majority of your success as a solo performer. Two very different approaches. Would you say you prefer working on your own versus the shared custody of a tag team, for example? Uh, it, it depends, because I got in such such a mode of just thinking about me and my opponent, and that was it. Or maybe some, you know, someone, an aspect on the outside, maybe Vicky Guerrero or something. And I was so locked into going, if I want to be the best, be a star, stand out, i got to do my own thing. And then I got to a point where so many years went by, and, and I got uh, uh, paired up with Drew McIntyre. And I was like, oh, God, I'm paired up with this, this jack dude. I'm going to be eating all these kicks, and like I'm not getting anywhere. And it turned out to be one of the coolest things ever, and it, it helped him. It helped me. We got to do some really fun stuff, some great work. And then uh, – more, more recently, I got to tag uh, with Robert Rude, who was basically, as I was told by Tommy Dreamer and a few other guys, he was basically the you from this other company to where it's the guy you can put the show on his back, he can steal the show, he can fight for the world title, he can open the show, he can do everything there is, he can talk, and he's a real pro. And uh, even then, I was like, ah, I'm in a tag team, what am I going to do? And it ended up being the, one of the coolest things ever, and we're, and we're buddies for it now because we both, want what's best for the show, we can make it happen no matter who the opponents are. So uh, it's nice to have that break and have that difference where you can make stuff happen, uh, even if you didn't plan on it being, you know, what you wanted to do. WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler is my special guest. Monday Night Raw is coming to Wells Fargo Arena this coming Monday, and we can't wait for the final Raw of 2022. This past year, there's been some major movement at the top of WWE. From your perspective, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, any noticeable change that you can tell from either a personal or professional standpoint? Uh, you know, from the outside looking in, I, at first I didn't really notice too much. I go, one, there, there's so many awesome uh, agents and producers and behind-the-scenes people that I really respect anyway. So if something happened to where we lost 10 of them because they, they got a plane got lost somewhere for a couple of weeks, we could still make some things happen. But the fact that uh, we had you know someone who was already pretty close to being in that position go to that position, who already knows the, the ins and outs, has already done it himself for 30 years, knew you know, uh, what needs to be done, what can be done, knows all the talent, 
uh, I think it was almost a pretty smooth transition. The one thing I have noticed, there has been a little bit uh, more time for a lot of the matches, which I have personally very much enjoyed. Mm, I can imagine. We touched on mentors a bit ago. You're certainly at a point in your career, I mean, almost 20 years in now at this point, where others are looking up to you in the way that you did when you first appeared on the scene. Some of your recent on-camera interviews i've noticed you're speaking as the veteran when it comes to subjects like theory for example is that a role you're embracing while you're also still competing oh of course yeah and it's and and my favorite thing is if when someone goes oh he's an old vet or whatever i go well yeah i mean just i can help people out backstage i'm good at my job and i'm comfortable enough knowing how good i am that i can help but also i don't go like i'm not just here to help I also have this ego and have this talent that I go, damn it, I want to steal the show every night no matter where I am or if I'm on the card or not. <laughs> so I embrace that because I love the business and I have one damn goal. It's not titled, it's not a certain match, person, whatever. It's to have this business be better because I was involved in it. And when I leave, it's better because I was a part of it. That's the important part. Love that. Do you have a brother in the business? Of course I do. Yeah. It's interesting that he chose that career path for himself, too. Do the two of you get to compare notes often? Uh, since I've been doing it a lot longer, uh, a lot of it is it's more one way of, hey, here's this thing, or what do you think? But I, I let him do his own thing. You know, we've rolled around a few times. We've talked psychology. Uh, in a pinch, we'll, we'll talk about some things that one of us is doing or, you know, uh, asking for some help from the other, whatever. But uh, it's, it's great. And it's to, to have us not like it would be different if it was like uh, Miz and myself, to where we were kind of fighting for position every day for 15 years in a row. But it, to have him, uh, he's uh, extremely happy and doing very well uh, at AEW. He's, he's doing awesome work. He enjoys it. He loves his boss. He pitches ideas. He's always doing something uh, creative and fun, which he's always done. So he's crushing it. And now he's friggin' awesome at wrestling. So, like, what a win. What a great time for him. No doubt. You mentioned Miz. The two of you ever fight over who the bigger Cleveland Brown fan is? Yeah, we, yeah. We fight over which one isn't the bigger Cleveland Brown fan. <laughs> mostly. No, it's, uh, it's no. We we constantly do, and but we're all you know we're we're Cleveland guys. Well, I'm a Cleveland guy. He's a Parma guy. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, but we're constantly constantly venting to each other about like, oh, we were so close again. This is the 80th time we've had this conversation. Like, they kicked the 68-yard field goal, otherwise we had it. Like, it's, it's always something funny, and we just, and every Monday now, it's really funny. It's football season. So every Monday we walk in, and I finally see him, and we both just go, and just like put our, you know, roll our <laughs> eyes or something. And we're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk later. I'm not in the mood to even just sit around here and be mad. <laughs> oh man, a lot of fun Looking forward to Monday Night Raw at Wells Fargo Arena This coming Monday night Dolph Ziggler has been my special guest I, Again, I can't thank you for the time, man This is awesome Yeah, of course, no problem I'm happy to be there And it's going to be a great time And bring the family That's what the whole show is for And we will crush it and steal the show And because it's me, I'll steal the show from everybody else There we go, just as we expected Dolph, thanks again, my friend Have a great day You got it, buddy Take it easy